Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God brought to you by Pastor Daniel Abedu. With God, everything is possible. Amen. Amen. Wow, what a blessing to be here. Shall we lift up our hands and just pray? In the name of Jesus. Father, we are grateful unto you. I just want you to whisper to the Holy Spirit that God will speak to you this morning. God will speak to you. That you will hear what you are supposed to hear. Pray that Spirit, Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. A time spent before God is not a wasted time. It is a blessed time. Therefore, Lord, let the impact of your presence fill us. May we leave this place with the power of God, with the Spirit of God. Oh yes, speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us your will. Let your will be done. Holy Spirit, have your way, Lord. Have your way. I pray that you use me. You use me this morning to speak of God to your children. Jesus, let your perfect will be done. In the name of Jesus. I silence every voice that is not from you. And I pray that let the voice of the Spirit, let the voice of Jesus be so loud, Lord, in our ears. May we leave this place with you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Give a clap of it unto Jesus. All right. And you can take your seats. Powerful. Powerful. The year is still fresh. Is that not so? Yeah, it's still fresh. And it's still new. It means that we should be full of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. And we should be full of hope. And there should be a lot of new things by now you should, you should, we should know what we are after and what we want to do hallelujah amen and you must also give yourself a lot of chance to change amen amen don't live your life like 2023. I heard somebody saying that, oh, the only thing that has changed now is, is the number. So it has changed from 23 to 24. He doesn't see any new thing about what God has done for him. Hallelujah. Amen. When you have this kind of mind, it's difficult for you to change and for you to make new moves. Hallelujah. Amen. God has given you 2024 for a reason. There's a reason why you cross from 23 to 24. 
It means that God has a hope for you. God has something in store for you that you must accomplish in this year 2024. Hallelujah. Amen. If not, I mean, God would have, you would have died last year. But you are alive. So there is hope. Hallelujah. I said there is hope. There is a new vision that you must set for yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. And thank God last week we did uh, what? Attempting great things. Hallelujah. Already some people are already giving up. When they look at the bills and then all those things that are coming. Already they are getting tired. Hallelujah. Amen. But this is a fresh year. And you must approach it with a certain kind of strength. And a certain kind of hope. Because there's a reason why God has kept you and has brought you this far. I mean, we don't just lie down and then wake and then realize that, oh, it's another day. Somebody woke you up. Somebody kept you. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, yesterday I was, I mean, I was eating, eating something, and I, I couldn't finish all. And then I, I wanted to put it in the fridge so that today I will continue. The reason why when we eat, we don't throw it away. But we preserve it so that you can continue the next day. It's because you have a plan for the food. Is that not true? Away, but you still put it in the fridge. That that still there's still is some in the fridge. It's all because you have a plan for the for the food. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is the same thing applies to God has a plan for our life. And that is why He sustained you. When you read some three verse five, He said, "I awaked, for the Lord sustained me." Hallelujah. Amen. I laid me down and slept. I awaked. For the Lord sustained me. There is a certain hand that is sustaining you. We don't go and go and sleep and then by the time we realize we are awake. Somebody sustained you throughout the night. And tap you this morning that hey, it's time for you to wake. We are awake. So anytime God wakes you up, it shows that God has a plan for you. Anytime God gives you a new year, it shows that God has a plan for you in this particular year. 
And so you must accomplish that whatever God has planned for you. Amen. Amen. So it's a new season. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's a season of what? Work. A lot of work has been laid down for us. It is only those who are dead and gone. They do not have any work to do. And so we thank God for the team of the year. My year of work. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are clapping, I mean, just go ahead and clap very well. For such a powerful team. When you hear about the team alone, you cannot be lazy. But you move and then work. Hallelujah. Amen. So if there's a, a lot of work for us to do this year, then we have to get to the work. Hallelujah. As early as possible. So those of us who are still in the holidays. Who are still enjoying the Christmas and then the new year. It's time to work. Amen. Amen. Now, this book, this very big book. Church growth. It is possible. Bit to me. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a book that has been written for us. Give me Galatians chapter 5. Verse, you let's read from verse 23. Let me explain something to you. Why we even read these books? In church. Galatians 5. Hallelujah. Amen. He says that Galatians 5. Did I say Galatians? Sorry, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Sorry. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 24. He said that faithful is he that calleth you who will also do it. Today God will do whatever you ask him to do for and you. May your heart desires for 2024 be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Verse 25 said that brethren pray for us. This is one of the things that I really want us to be doing. Hallelujah. Amen. Pray for your pastors. Pray for bishop. Pray for me. Sometimes instead of criticizing, you should rather pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Instead of criticizing and then you rather pray, you realize that the person will be better. Amen. Amen. Verse 26. He said that greet all the brethren with an holy kiss. This is a scripture that I don't see it being fulfilled in church. That you greet the brethren with an holy kiss. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you imagine I come to church and then I give her a holy kiss? 
Some of you will say that, hey, pastor is backsliding. But it's scriptural. Amen. Amen. So that would be for another day. Amen. Verse 27 is what I'm looking for. He said that I charge you by the, by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is Paul speaking. He said that he's charging that this epistle, so the epistle, one example is what I am holding now. Church growth, it is possible. He said that, that it will be read unto the holy brethren. So as I read this book, I am fulfilling a scripture. Hallelujah. Amen. Our apostle of our days, Bishop that he has written this epistle for us to be read in church. Hallelujah. Amen. So anytime you hear somebody criticizing the church, that when we come to church, we only read Bishop Dagwadman's books. And then we don't read the Bible. That person is not thinking correctly. Hallelujah. Amen. We are fulfilling the scripture. And when you give birth to your children, it is your breasts that contains the milk for the child. And so we want to breastfeed from the breast of our father, Bishop Mills. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is why we are going through this book. Chapter 1. It says that what? Church growth and a burning desire. Hallelujah. Amen. Church growth and a burning desire. We are believing God to grow the church. And when we grow the church, it's not that we are doing something to show off. Or the pastor want to look big. That is why he want to grow the church. That is why we want to have numbers. No, 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 no. It is far from that. Hallelujah. Amen. We grow the church for a purpose. The reason why we grow the church is scriptural. It is the will of God. That is why in Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 he said that go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you and lo I am with you always even unto the end of the world hallelujah Amen. he mentioned teaching 
teaching them making disciples and then teaching them I mean the teachers among us how do you teach your students if you have not gathered the children in one place hallelujah Amen. Because you have gathered them in one place, that is why you are able to teach them and then impart some knowledge onto them. And that is why the church has been established. That after we go ye into the world, we go into the towns, we go into people's houses, we go into people's rooms, and then we pray to them. We must do what? Also gather them. And then teach them the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Because anytime we do this, the devil is not happy. Because it's like our eyes is being opened. We are getting to know the ways of the enemy. We are running away from the devil. And we are coming to God. Because of that, the devil is not happy. Hallelujah. So that is why the church must be there. That is why this church must be here. That is why this church must be here to establish a lot of souls. Hallelujah. Amen. So that we can have a lot of disciples. Amen. Amen. John chapter 15. Verse 16. Now it says that ye have not chosen me. I said, but I have chosen you. Look at the scripture very well. You, as you sit here, you have not chosen me. But God said that I have chosen you. I have me and power. And ordained you. Hallelujah. Amen. And ordained you. That you should go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, He may give it to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the first point is that. Bring forth fruits. He said, Go ye into the world. And bring forth fruits. The fruit here is not mango. Or banana. Hallelujah. Amen. The fruit here is talking about human beings. People who are just like us. Saving somebody after your own kind. He said that we should bring these fruits into the house of God. Now he said that and that your fruit should remain. Your fruit should remain. So the first part is bringing them. And the second part is they remaining in the house of God. Now when they remain in the house of God, they are called the church. Hallelujah. Somebody say the church. The church. The church. Yeah, so this is our mandate. This is this is 
this is what we have been sent to do. That we should go and bring them. And when we bring them, we should make sure that they remain in the And when they remain, and then we teach them. You know, most of the time, when people gather at one place, there should be a lot of ways to 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 I mean organize us very well. And that is why when we gather this one is doing prison worship. Another one is doing prayers. Another one is doing ushering. Everybody is doing something in the house of God. Hallelujah. Now instead of we doing this, you could have been in the world doing something else. But now you could have been standing there playing some football somewhere. Or by now you should be doing some evil thing be somewhere. But you are sitting here looking so powerful. This is a fruit that God is looking for. And he said that this fruit should remain. So when it remains, we call it a church. We call it a church. Hallelujah. And this is what God wants all of us to be doing to our brothers and sisters who are out there. Who are not saved. Who can die and then go to hell at any time. Hallelujah. Amen. It is not okay for you to just be saved and then be sitting down here. Hallelujah. Amen. There is a lot of work that you must also do for others to be saved. And that is why the church has been established for us. Amen. Amen. So anytime you do this one, you are you are you are winning a lot of souls. Anytime you bring more people, what you are doing is that you are increasing uh, 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 the population in heaven. And you are decreasing hell. Hallelujah. So chapter 1 of the book, he said, church growth and a burning desire. A burning desire. Like the desire to save others. The desire to help other people. It must be a burning one. Your vision must be a burning vision. It's like this one. If I don't achieve it, something is wrong in my life. Hallelujah. So Proverbs chapter 29 verse 18 where there is no vision. Hallelujah. Amen. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he said that he that keepeth the law happy is he. Amen. Amen. So this book is going to be one of our main manuals that we are going to be using this year. 
That our year of work, we will apply all the strategies and everything in this book. Amen. Amen. So let's just be ready. Hallelujah. Now, Bishop said that your vision must be a burning vision. When you say that something is burning, it's like, no, you are, you are so uncomfortable. That until I do this thing, Hallelujah. Amen. It's like the vision is burning within you. It's like somebody who is so desperate to get married. Whatever you do, it's like, no, I must, the marriage must come on. Somebody who is so desperate to get a job. They don't mind whatever I have to do to get this job, I must do it. Hallelujah. Amen. So that same principle we apply for the things that are very important in our lives. We must also apply the same principle when it comes to the building of the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Unfortunately, Christians have left other things. They say Christopher H. I and no maybe more. Oh, the building of the church is for is for is for pastor. Oh, I sorry put you on your It's for the church elders. They say I mean as for us today, I mean leave us to go and then do our own personal works. Hallelujah. Amen. The building of the church is for all of us. The Bible did not say that pastors go ye into the world. So many years ago, some of these things, when we are preaching, we preach to only pastors. And only shepherds. But it, it is a very big mistake that we come to church and then we only preach about success. We preach about how our marriages and then our relationships should work. And then a very important topic like church growth. We leave it for only pastors to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, I just want us to have this one part of our lives. That whatever we are doing, anything that we are into, do not leave away the church. Don't put out the church and then concentrate on only what you are doing. Hallelujah. Amen. Because in these last days, in this time now, what God is doing now is the building of the church. God is not building your business. God is not building marriages. God is not building a borehole. God is not building schools. So if you are a Christian, and it's like all your plans, everything that you are doing in this world, it's all about doing things, I mean, it's circular things. Things that will fade away. Things that have no... Uh, it, it has no 
nothing when it comes to eternity. Then you are on a path of making a very big mistake. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you are teaching, if you are selling, if you want to become a lawyer, you want to become a doctor, you are a carpenter, you are a mason, you are a mechanic. Wisdom will tell us that add the church to what you want to Do not become a mechanic and then put away the church. Because what God is doing now is the church. What God is building now is the church. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said that I will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail against the church. Hallelujah. Amen. So what God is building now is building the church. And that is why in this year don't put out the church. Don't put away the church. And think about only your marriage. And think about only your business. And think about that small thing that you are doing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Everything you are doing. Add the church to it. I say add the church to it. Hallelujah. Amen. Find out whether the next person sitting by you is sleeping. And shake the person. Check whether he's sleeping. Maybe you should watch his eyes. Hallelujah. Amen. So and that is what. The, the church that we are building, it must be a burning vision. It must be burning. Hallelujah. Amen. So add this vision to your vision. And I hope last week when we started writing about what we would do for God, we added the church to it. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you have added church to it, then practically what are we supposed to do? There are certain things that we are supposed to be doing right now. Now when you cast your eyes, you can see that there are some empty spaces all around us. It means that the vision that we have is not a burning enough. It's not burning. Hallelujah. Now, Bishop said that as the years have gone by, I have realized that the vision that you have must be a burning vision. It must be a burning vision. You see, that is the reason why most of the time, every years come and pass and they realize you have done nothing. Even though you had visions for your life. But we couldn't accomplish anything. Because yes, you said that you wanted to do one, two, three, but they were not burning enough. We couldn't, you, 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 couldn't, you did not fight enough for it. And that is why you think that the year is gone just like that. Hallelujah. Amen. Bishop said that you cannot have a superficial vision for a large church. Superficial is like something that is so light. 
some, something that is not it's like you have not gone deep to find out this thing that I am doing. Hallelujah. Amen. This thing that I am doing. Hallelujah. You have not gone deep. You are always on the surface. This thing that I am doing, this 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 singing that I am doing, have I gone deeper? Have I read the Bible? Have I watched videos about what I am doing? Hallelujah. Amen. So the vision that you have, is it that deep enough? Is it, is it burning enough for you to push you to wherever you want to go? Hallelujah. Amen. Unfortunately, we have not done our best. We have disappointed God. We have become so wicked to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thinking about all, all about us. It's like Christians of today, we have become so selfish. If the thing is not about me, then I won't go. Then I won't do. If I'm not getting any money from it, then I won't do it. Because every month when the pastor will not come and stand here and say that your salary is 500 Ghana, then I'm selling 500 Ghana to everybody. Just for coming to church. For singing in the house of God. For playing drums. Because we are not receiving salary. Sometimes look at the time we come to church. Look at how we have to beg some people to go and preach. We don't have burning. The vision is not burning enough. Hallelujah. Amen. It's like we are not we are not benefiting benefiting directly. I say Hallelujah. Amen. But I pray that God will open your eyes for you to see the benefits. The benefit when it comes to doing something in the house of God. May God open our eyes for you to see that your life depends on the church. For you to see that the, the reason why you are protected each and every day. The reason why you are not dead. The reason why you are not lying in the hospital. Which stands all over your nose. It's all because of what you are doing in the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants us to take what we are doing very, very seriously. And today I came with a word of caution. That God is not happy with us. God is not happy with us. Why we have left the church of God so empty? Why even when we said that let's organize a meeting right now and go for evangelism, you see the number of people. Hallelujah. Amen. But let's say that, oh, let's come and then let's go out and then share something right now. Let's organize some party right now. You see the number of people who appear. God is not happy with us. The vision that we have towards the things of God, they are not burning.
Hallelujah. Amen. The way you want to go to school and excel and then do well in this life. That same way God also wants his church to do well. And it's said to grow. And it's said to increase. Remember, the only thing that God is doing now is building of the church. Is the building of the church. And that is why he said that a shallow vision will not make your church grow. The vision must eat you up and burn within your soul. That burning vision will literally make you into a mega church pastor or a church member. Amen. I see us becoming mega in the name of Jesus. We are becoming mega in the name of Jesus. Now, he said that actually, in the absence of a burning vision for a large church, you will never have real church growth. Amen. Amen. The vision, it must be burning. And when it burns, that is what will move us to pray that God give us the people. That is what will move us to do what we have to do for the church to Hallelujah. Amen. How come a whole month will come and nobody has won even one soul? Nobody has spoken to any soul. At least if you are not winning, just invite them into the house of God. And when they come, we will preach to them and then they will be saved. If that one is not being done. Hallelujah. Amen. This year you have written your vision down. Vision 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 that you want to accomplish for your life. Which of the vision do you have God in it? Which of the vision do you have church in it? Remember a Christian without the vision for the church. I mean you are you are on a part of making a big error. Hallelujah. Amen. So the way you want your business to do well. The way you want your marriage to come on by all The way you want to excel in this life. Also think about the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Think about the church. Don't be a wicked person. And then think about only yourself. Pray about only yourself. Only the things that you want to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Church growth and a burning desire. Burning desire. And you realize that those who think about the church and then do well in the church. God also blesses them and increases them. Hallelujah. Amen. So I have introduced this book, Church Growth. Chapter 2 says that how you can achieve great things through the lay people. Lay people. Who is a lay person? A lay man is an ordinary person. A lay man is a normal person. A, a lay man is a commonplace person. 
He said that a layman is, is a usual person. Hallelujah. Amen. A common person. I mean, like, yeah. like, like us. Say, yeah, nah. We are not into full time. The church is not paying us. But our day-to-day -day activities and the things that we do is what is building the church. So God wants you to maintain your business. Maintain your teaching work. And still be active in the ministry. That is what we call a lay person. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So a lay person is is an everyday person. A lay man is an average person. A lay man is someone who is not professional. A lay man is someone who is not a professional. A lay man is someone who is not specialized. Hallelujah. Amen. So a common person is what God wants to use to even build this church. Don't wait and then it's say and then it's like you should have a lot of gifts. A professional. Before you start doing something for God. Come as you are. The way you are. God wants to use you like that. Hallelujah. Amen. So please, this year, all these years of doing nothing like we only come to church we come and sit down and then we close and go those times are, are going we are overcoming we have overcome we have moved from that time now we are in the days of building the church we are in the days of all of us putting our hands together the days where we leave the church grow the the growth of the church to only the pastor. And the leader of the church. Now it's not like that. A church is built by a church member. A floor member. A chorister. A prayer warrior. An usher. A normal person. You are the one building the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Remember, God has called you and not you. It means that as you sit here right now, you are a pastor. You have been ordained. Don't wait and then come and stand in front with your collar before you know that you have been called and ordained. God is saying that he has ordained you that we should go and then bring forth fruits. And then our fruits should remain. Hallelujah. Amen. This year, are you ready to embark on a journey of growing the church? A journey of doing your best in the house of God. And I prophesy to you that as you involve yourself in building the church of hey, this year it will be one of your best years ever one of your best years ever in the name of Jesus that God will also come through for you 
God will also think about you. As you build the church of God, God will also build your house. God will give you a nice place for you to sleep. God will give you a nice car to drive. God will put money in your account. God will make sure that you are never disgraced. Hallelujah. Amen. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. No, is seed begging for bread. This year you will never beg for bread. I said this year you will never beg for bread. As you help us to build the church. As you help us to do the work of God. As you help us to visit the people. As you help us to evangelize. As you help us to sing for people to be born again. I said that you will never be forsaken. God will never forsake you. God will never forsake you. God will come through for you. God will show you favor. That thing on your heart that looks like there is no answer for it. God will bring that answer for you in the name of Jesus. bring that answer for you in the name of Jesus. So may we have a burning desire. A burning desire for building the house of God. For doing something for God. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you have not been, maybe you are all this way. You want to join the choir. You have not joined the choir. And joining the choir is not the same as winning souls. Hallelujah. Amen. Be in the choir, but still be a soul winner. Be an usher, but still you are bringing people to church. Be a shepherd. Hallelujah. Amen. A shepherd, but still you are bringing, you are passing people. That is what we call fruitfulness. So may God make us fruitful. May we not just be shallow Christians, but may we go deeper and deeper in the things of God. And God will bless us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I wanted to pray for a burning desire. A burning desire. Pray for a burden that Lord give me a burden. A burden for a source. Burning for souls. Burden for souls. So many years ago, I remember when we came to church, our pastor, as shepherds, he asked us that everybody must pray for 100, 100 hours. And that hundred hours, the prayer topic was one. God, give me a burden. Burden in the house of God. Yes. So you are sitting here praying that God put a burden on my heart. Something that will move me. Something that will make me so uncomfortable. Put a burden on my heart. That burden that moved Jesus Christ to come and even die to the stand of dying for our sins. 
Bible said that let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus that was a burden pray pray that God put a burden on my heart a burden on my heart sometimes we don't have burden there is no burden on your heart that is why you can sit at home for one month you have not come to church for two months you have not come to church for three months you have not worn any soul and you are so comfortable it's like it's okay it's normal for me to be a Christian for three months and I've not won any soul I've not prayed to anybody I've not prayed for one hour there is no burden in your heart pray that God give me a burning desire yes give me a burning desire give me a burden a burden for the things of God a burden and may that burden be burning enough to move me from my comfort zone yes we have become so comfortable so 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 comfortable so comfortable and God is not happy without being comfortable God is not happy this morning God is speaking to you that's move out of your comfort zone move out you are relaxing too much it's like church we have relaxed we are relaxing we are sleeping too much we are not praying enough we are not talking to the people enough and God is not happy yes pray that God give me a burden a burden a burden a burden a burden that will move me from where I am yes Lord, give this church a burden. Lord, may you place your burden upon our hearts. That until it is done, we will never relax. Forgive us for how all this world that we have so relaxed and not doing anything in the house of God. Forgive us. Forgive us. Now move us. Move us. Lord, move us to doing something for you. Put your burden on our hearts in the name of Jesus. Yes. And may that burden be burning enough, burning enough to move us to do what we have to do. Oh God, we are grateful unto you. Thank you. Forgive us how we have become so comfortable in our comfort zone. In the name of Jesus. Forgive us. Forgive us. Now let there be a new vision. A new vision. A vision of building and growing the church and moving the church to another level. We bless you, Father. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.